0: right guys and welcome 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 maria daniels here with successfully chaotic and this is season seven i am so excited and blessed to be here i'm telling you guys when i first started out on this journey i didn't think i'd make it one season definitely not seven but here we are and i just want to thank you all for being a big part of that and i want to thank our sponsors um today guys I want to talk a little more about the specifics of business. I know on this show, we've addressed a lot of things because let's be honest, being successfully chaotic in our lives takes a whole lot of balancing and reimagining, especially when you're juggling all the busy things that go along with life and business marriage and partnerships and friendships and children and business and our own wellness and mental stability, right? But I want to dial it back a little bit and kind of talk about why that we're doing the show in the first place. Yes, it is to talk about balance, right? It is to talk about balance because I know I struggled with that for so long myself. Um, As many of you know, I'm the mom of seven children. And I have several businesses and a husband and a very full and busy life. And balance seemed like one of those fairy tales that I was afraid that would stay a fairy tale, right? Um, and I think for me, it really came down to redefining, what balance even means. And I know we've got a couple episodes where we dig into that more deeply, but I needed to be able to balance because I felt so pulled between my business world and my personal world. And I figured out that I needed to be able to allow my life and my business to be more flexible and to have a little more give and not to be so rigid. So that way when life happened, And my personal life leaked way over into my business life. It didn't completely implode what I was trying to do. So today that we're going to be talking about business specifically, Um, actually season seven, I'm going to be focusing primarily on just the specifics of business because I know we get a lot of questions related to that. And I want to be able to kind of dig into the specifics on what I've learned and what I've found and, you know, some I guess a cheat sheet, some little cheat sheet tips to be able to help you all not make a lot of the same mistakes that I did. So today for um, episode one of season seven, we're going to be talking about starting a business from the inside out. So when I started my business, I had no idea what the heck I was doing, which is the case for a lot of business owners. I knew what I did well, and I knew I wanted to be able to do that to provide a revenue source for my family. And to be able to be more flexible in my schedule to allow for my children, you know, to be able to have me available to be at whatever they needed for, um, I have an autistic child and at the time he needed a lot more care, Uh, that allowed me to be able to do that as well. But when I started, I didn't do a lot of the steps that I should have done if I had known that would have allowed me to save so much time, so much money and to be on the right track (laughs) the entire time. Um, And so that's what I want to talk about today because I don't know how many of you out there maybe have already started your business and you're like me, you get to start more, you're like, wait a minute, I needed to do that and I didn't. So you go back and have to do it and that's fine. Um, Or maybe you're thinking about starting the business and it's, it's always better to go ahead and start it the right way. But if you're like me and you get down the road a little bit and figure out, oh, I needed to do that, it's completely okay to backtrack. And honestly, this is something that as your business grows and changes, as your family grows and changes, as you grow and change, this is something that you probably want to keep looking at and tweaking anyway. So that's okay. So, you know, some people struggle with starting a business um, anyway, just because of all the things that come into it. But even people that have been doing the business for a while, if you ask them the specifics on, you know, their vision, their mission, you know, their goals, that type of thing, that can be a little challenging for some people to recognize and even recognize why it's so important. Um, they, they, A lot of people don't know how to develop a mission, but not only that, they don't even know what their mission is supposed to be, right? Where a mission fits into the bigger picture of their business and their lives. But let's look at it this way we all have a purpose in life and even though a lot of people struggle to figure out what that is you know you have it you know you just have to identify what that is but even not knowing what the mission's supposed to be and where it fits into the bigger picture you know you can start to separate the perspective into layers and what i mean by that is i like to think of life this way everything's kind of layered right at the very core is what you strongly believe in what you strongly hold dear right your 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 values your belief system and then kind of on top of that you have your priorities usually that is the people in your lives and the things in your life that you couldn't live without right those those are the those are the things that kind of make up like the core your values and your priorities And I've dug into that a little bit in some past episodes, so I'm going to kind of skim over that because that's a very deep, personalized thing that I do think is very important. But today, I want to talk about that next layer, right? When we're going past the personal, yes, your personal life and world is somewhat in your business, but that next layer where we get, we kind of break through the personal a little bit and we're going into the business world, that's where we get into what we call a mission and a vision, right? So basically your mission, right? Your mission, I'm sure you've heard of mission statement, right? Your mission in your business is so important to identify and to understand to be able to solve the problems that you're trying to solve for your clients and customers, right? And I think it's important to think about it in the terms of some questions. So if if you're driving, do this later. But if you're, you know, sitting at home or in your office or whatever, go ahead and get out a, a pen and paper or, you know, open up a document, um, whatever the case is. Um, but I want you to ask yourself a few questions. And this is going to help you determine your mission, right? Your mission statement number one is why are you in business? Why did you want to start your business? You know, and and this is going to be, like I said earlier, I wanted to start my business because I wanted to be able to provide an income for my family, but I also wanted my time to be my time. And if I had a sick kid, I could be with my sick kid. And, you know, if I, Decided to have a office day. I could have an office day. If I decided to work from home, I could work from home. I needed that flexibility. But why did you want to start your business? Why did you want it for yourself, for for your family, for your customers? Think about that little spark that ignited one day and really started that decision to start a business. Think about that. What was that? Mark that down. And then you want to think about what's going to keep that burning? Because I know one of the biggest issues I see with business owners is they get to this certain point where they're just kind of going through the motions. And even if you started your business for all the right reasons, you get so bogged down with the day-to-day of it that you can forget that little spark that just ignited one day. And you're like, you know what? I need to do this. I need to do this for me. I need to do this for my family. I need to do this because I can solve my customer's problem. I've I've got the tools, the know-how, the passion to do that. What was that spark and and what's going to keep that burning? Even in the hard times, because let's face it, business ownership is one of those things that it is the most amazing, frustrating, terrible, wonderful, confusing, exasperating things that I have ever done. And yet I would do it again, knowing all the ups and downs and in-betweens and the times where I ugly cried because I was just so overwhelmed. It's so hard, but it's so worth it. And, you know, it's one of those things that you know why if you just stop for a minute, you know why you started that business. But somehow there's a chance you may have forgot about it along the way. Remember that. Reignite that if you need to. And if it's still burning, great. What's going to keep that burning? Let's write that down because that's going to go into your mission statement. Number two is who are your customers? who are your customers? Who are the people that your product, your service, your skills, who do they serve? What can you do for them? You know, what can you do to enrich their lives and contribute to their success today, tomorrow, 10 years from now? What are those things? And then number three, what image of your business do you want to convey? You know, when you think of customers, suppliers, um, employees, the public, what is the perception you want them to have of your business? And how you are you going to create that desired picture? What are the things that you need to put in place to make sure that perception is perceived? Number four, what is the nature of your product and services? What factors go into determining your pricing and your quality? Think about how these relate to the reasons that you started your business in the first place, you know, and and how is this going to change over time? You know, how is this going to change, you know, again, tomorrow, next year, you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Think about it in the terms of you know if a lot of business owners don't want to change they start something right and and it's working until one day it doesn't and you know if you're not looking and and reassessing your products and services and changing along with the market changing along with the needs of your ideal customer then you're going to end up working yourself out of a job, out of a business, right? So you need to think about these things now and then think about these things like, what does this look like? Is this something that, you know, if let's, I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, We'll think of, um, you know, something maybe in IT, right? That is ever changing, right? Software is changing all the time. So what worked in 1995 is not going to work in 2023, so, you have to be continuously growing and changing. So, think about the nature of your products and services and think about how it's going to change, right? And then, number five, on what level do you base your services? Do your customers agree with the majority of businesses who claim to, you know, that you provide the greatest to service available? Think about it. Like, how do your customers consider? the job that you do for them is it is it mediocre could they you know go next door and find the same or better quality like think about it like be honest with yourself what are the aspects of your business that makes it unique and if there isn't any that you've identified why is that think about it because you know, you can, you can do the same thing. We'll go back to IT again. You can, you know, be an IT professional. There are so many IT professionals. And yes, to a certain aspect, they all do similar things. But what is it that sets you apart? What is it that sets your business apart? Why would your potential customer come to you instead of going to a competitor? Think about that. Because that's something that you want to identify that goes into your mission statement. That is of utmost importance. And it's not to put any other businesses down. It's to uplift the things that you're great at. And number eight, this kind of blends right into it. What sets you apart from your rivals? So I know I've said this a million times. Um, On some level, I don't really believe in competition. Like like I do, but I don't. But I do, but I don't, right? Because I, I feel like for me, my biggest competitor is myself, you know, and there's that statement, I just want to be better than who I was yesterday. I feel like that personally. I feel like that for my business. But it is a good idea to think about who, you know, is the big boys in your industry. You know, um, think about like, what can you do, you know, better? What can you do similar? What, you know, what is it that sets you apart from those you know, companies. Um, How can you benefit from any flaws that you see? And I'm using the big companies because I know I mentioned earlier that um, Reset, my my marketing company, we're a small boutique company and I want to stay a small boutique company. And that doesn't mean that some of the big guys, you know, aren't doing amazing things. They are. I don't want to be a big company because that's what fits into my vision, my mission, my life. I don't want to be one of the big boys. But when I look at my competitors who are big boys, one thing that sets me apart is I am able to give one-on-one attention to my clients. I'm able to pick up the phone and help them with something personally as the owner of the company. And, you know, that's something that sets me apart from you know, the big companies. So you need to think about for your business, what is something that sets you apart from your rivals, from your competitors? And, you know, that needs to go into your mission statement because it's important. You know, if you, wherever, the reason that you are in the business you're in and the reason that you're serving the people you serve, it's very personalized and that needs to go into your mission. So, and then I'm going to go to number nine, Um, What underlying ideals or principles influenced the way you answered all the questions? And I know that can be kind of a a tough one, but I think you need to go back and look at those and clarify the why behind the way you answered all of those. And once you've done that, you should be able to craft your mission statement, right? You should be able to Craft a mission statement that defines your business's objectives, um, how it's going to, you know, reach the objectives by tying back to all of the things that is important to your company, and that goes right into your vision statement. So when you're talking about vision, it can be kind of confusing between mission and vision, um, and the way that I do it is. When I'm thinking about my vision statement, my mission statement is kind of the core of my business. Because we mentioned earlier that, you know, my values and my priorities are Maria's. They're my core. But my business's core is its mission, right? It's why. And then right on top of that is its vision. So the vision is a distinctive long term goal, right? It is the, 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 statement that provides the business with its destination so think about your mission statement as your core it's it's the thing that you have that is your biggest why in your business and who you serve like what do you have what do you serve and then your vision gives it a destination of where do you want your business to go so, if you already have your pen and paper out or have your um, document open, we're going to go ahead and go through a few more questions. And I think this is important because these are the questions I've had to ask myself, and I go over them on a regular basis because I tweak them. I tweak them because it's so important to do that. So, number one, what are your core values? So, when you're thinking about your business, what is the business's core values? Now, remember, we have our own personal core values, and if you're doing business the way that you should, those your personal core values and your business core values should not conflict, right? They might be a little different because one's your personal and one's a business, but they shouldn't be in conflict. When they're in conflict, you have a problem. When you're in conflict, your business doesn't fit. When you're in conflict, it just is not going to work, Right. So you need to think about what is the core values of your business. Some examples would be um, transparency, giving back, teamwork, you know, that type of thing. What are those? Number two, what problems is your business solving? Now, we kind of answered this with the mission statement on a certain level, but I want you to dig into it on this as well because you're wanting to think about the why of your business again. And you'll hear me say why, 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 why so many times, but it's so important to everything. So I want you to write that down again. And if it's the same as you put on your um, questionnaire for your mission, that's okay. But I want you to write down what's what's the why of your business even existing? What's the purpose, right? Number three, who's affected by the problem you're solving? Again, we kind of identified this in your mission statement, but I want you to really think about the person or the people who benefit from your business solving the problem. Like who's your target audience? Because when you are crafting your vision statement, you have to always be keeping them in mind, always. So number four, what are the primary goods or services that your business provides? You need to know your product and services, you know, front and back and in between. And you also need to know about how they fit into your ideal customers' lives. Number five, how would the world look if your business could fully eliminate whatever problem that you're trying to solve? What would that look like? Like if if, if your service could eliminate that problem for every person, what would that even look like? And I know that this seems to be like a huge broad vision because it is, <laughs> but... This can be something that's important to mark down because it can inspire you. It can energize you on those tough days, right? To just kind of dream about what would it be like if I could eliminate that problem for everybody? You know, and and for me, I mentioned that I want to stay a small company. Why? Because I've dealt with big companies on the level where I'm I'm not a name. I'm not a person. I'm a number. And I understand the logistics of why that has to happen when you're dealing with so many customers. But on the consumer end, that's frustrating. That's frustrating for me. It's frustrating for many businesses. And so some businesses want to do, you know, to deal with a larger company where, um, you know, they're able to get things done, you know, more quickly and, you um, and some people want to deal with a smaller company where they have that one-on-one service. And again, there's no right or wrong with that. It's preference. And my ideal customer wants that one-on-one experience. They don't want it to be just a number. They want to be involved. I always tell you know my clients that you know we become part of your team. We become part of your business. We dig into your business because we truly care about the outcome. And I don't ever want to change that. So for me, if I'm thinking about my broad vision of if my business could eliminate the problems, it's that any business owner would have the marketing that they needed from a level of somebody that truly was there to understand that their business was their baby and their baby needed taken care of and understood and you know, for me, that that's that's the things that kind of keep me going on a regular basis whenever I've had those days that didn't go as planned, right? And then number six, I want you to think about your one-year plan, right? What is your one-year plan? What are the problems you're, that you're solving? What are the people that you're serving? And then set some short-term goals to move the organization in the right direction. Um, An effective one term or one year term goal would be something like, um, you know, I would like to launch this new product this year and I want to be able to make X amount of dollars from X amount of new clients each quarter, you know, something that's simple and attainable, and it sets you up to achieve longer term goals. You don't want to get like super specific on this, you just want to think about high level, like what are your your one year goals to launch a new product, to, you know, hire a new person, you know, whatever the case may be. And then you can do the same thing for five years, what do you hope your organization will have accomplished in five years? Um, A five year time frame kind of allows for a longer term goal, but it's also short enough that you're still able to think practically. So think about if you're able to work consistently towards your values and your purpose for five years, what would happen? What would you want to happen? I think that having a five-year goal helps to set some attainable milestones for your business and helps keep your progress on track. And you can also do some 10-year, 20-year, you know, whatever goals. But I really like to keep it to the one and five-year because life is ever-changing and things change so much. And then I want you also to think about what do you want to see more in your business? And what do you want to see less of in your business? And, you know, this is a good place to kind of think about, um, things like your company culture, um, you know, areas on productivity that need to be improved, uh, organizational structure that needs to be improved, things that need to be changed to make sure that your business stays on track or gets on track to be able to meet any goals you may have. Think about some areas that you're doing great at and how to sustain that and some areas that maybe you're lacking a little bit. Or maybe some assets you need, or infrastructure you need. This is important to kind of mark in there to be able to figure out the vision for your company. I think it's important to note these things because when you have your mission statement, when you have your vision statement, you can create, you can craft and create your goals that you're wanting to do for your business, and your your um, vision and mission statement offer like a, a broad map, an overall sense of, you know, where you're going, but then to be able to work towards achieving these, you know, high level aspirations and goals, you need to create some specific targeted goals that narrow down your aim and provide clear and tangible guidance to where you're supposed to go, what you're supposed to do, what your employees are supposed to do on a weekly, a daily basis. You want them to be, you know, specific. And I know a lot of people have heard um, about, you know, SMART goals, quote unquote. And, you know, SMART stands for specific measurable, achievable, realistic, and time bound. And when you're making your goals, you always want to think back to your mission statement, your vision statement. You want to think about, you know, all the things that you've answered within those. And then you want to make your goals from that and tweak those on a regular basis and refine. And, you know, doing these things allows you to be able to start your business or tweak your business and get it on the right track. Because, you know, if you start your business without a vision or a mission or, you know, active goals, you know, you're just willy nilly going out there and just doing things all the time. You might be doing lots of things, right? You might be doing lots of things, but you don't have a way of tracking, you know, what's working, what's not working. You know, if you don't have a way to consistently trace it back to your vision and your, your, mission statement. You don't know, are you on the right track? It's like going on a, a road trip without your map, you know, and I know that there's some fun in that of, of just jumping in and going where the road takes you. But as far as for a business, that's a great way to make no money and to spend lots of money, and <laughs> drive yourself crazy. So, you know, my challenge for you today is, you know, rewind this Um, If you didn't get a chance to mark these down, answer these questions because, you know, this is a really, really good way of getting yourself to the point of being able to know what you need to do in your business, why you're doing it what you're going to do for your customer, why your customer cares, right? And gives you the steps that you need to take to be able to increase your own productivity, you know, to be able to benefit your clients, to be able to craft anything that you need to craft for sales, for marketing, organizational structure. All of these things come from your vision and mission statements. So I challenge you all to go ahead and, you know, Mark those down and figure that out. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. As always, you can reach me at info at SuccessfullyChaotic.com with any questions. And if you haven't followed us already, you can follow us on YouTube, Twitter, um, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, all the places. And make sure that you follow us on your favorite podcast platform. And I want to thank all our sponsors. And I want to thank you all for listening. You all are amazing and you've made this little podcast of mine something that's one of my biggest accomplishments. <laughs> I know this seems silly, but I feel like I've connected so much with so many people and I've been able to reach more people than I would have ever been able to reach if I hadn't decided to become the accidental podcaster. So I want to thank you all so much.